Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Monday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here live in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside for the ride. We'll be here until 4 o'clock this afternoon. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. Don't forget, you can watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch as DJ Damon. Yeah, you can now. Adjust the cameras. Yes. Here we are. Hi. Hello. Hi. By the way, if you go to our YouTube page and uh, on the search, type in WNSR Live, you can also leave comments for us, and um, we can interact with you as well. Justin, how hey. was your weekend? Uh, weekend was good. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it was a good weekend, but it was a sad one uh, as we um, we say uh, goodbye to football here. And I know we got one more game in a couple of weeks, but um, always get a little. I always feel some kind of way at this time of the year as uh, we enjoy the great football games, but also know that there's uh, not an- there's not another one coming next week. Uh, this is you know we're getting down to the end here. But other than that, you know, good weekend. One left. Yeah. One left. Uh, the big one coming then, up here on February 11th. Won. Yeah, and then after that, uh, you know, we're watching a lot of film, trying to get ready for the draft and free agency and. Uh, the desert, and you start checking in with your basketball teams and March Madness, and you know, listen, there's there's still plenty left. It's just not tackle football outside uh, the way that we've um, come accustomed to. So you got to savor it while it's here, and it's about to be gone. So Super Bowl Fifty Eight in Vegas is going to be Kansas City. The Chiefs four out of the last five years. Yeah, they have been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, their only stumble was their loss to Cincinnati when Joe Burrow. Went there, and that was against the Rams. Yeah. And the other one is the San Francisco 49ers, mm. which, mm. yeah. Yeah, what? What's the no. problem? You got a problem? What happened? Yeah. They're there. They are there. They're there. What? And I, it's more about, I think, what the other team did or didn't do well. than them. But they look, you still had to do it, and they did it. Brock Purdy, by the way, was outstanding in the second yes. half. Yes, he was. Outstanding. Yes, he was. On a very big uh, stage. I, I was shocked. I really was. I was shocked in both games. Uh, you know, we talked about it on Friday. We talked about it all last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both picked Baltimore to win. Uh, you know, were no, we... No, were we, we did. Sh- oh, you took Kansas City. You're I right. did. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. I took Baltimore. And I said, look, you know, I think Baltimore's going to win. I feel good about it. But, you know, I'm not going to be shocked if Kansas City wins. What I'm shocked about 
is the fashion yeah. that they want. I yeah. mean, they flat out dominated Baltimore. Yeah. Dominated them. I mean, if you watch the game, I don't think it was the time of possession was silly. Kansas City, if you were like coming in and out of the game, you were probably like, did Baltimore ever have the ball? Uh, if, if you were, you know, if you weren't Didn't paying, seem like it. right? If you weren't paying close attention, let's say you were trying to multitask, and every time you were looking at the television, you probably had that thought, like about three and outs. Is Baltimore? If they had the ball yet? Yeah, yeah. But the, but Kansas City just really dominated them. And I know Baltimore had, you know, the 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 pick in the end zone. They had the uh, Zay Flowers fumble, fumble at the goal line, at the goal line. That, mm, that certainly mm-mm. didn't help. But but overall. Like, Lamar Jackson didn't look himself. The Chiefs, I thought, defense-wise, were fantastic. Yeah. And Kansas City, uh, they weren't in cruise control. That's that's the wrong way of putting it. I think they just felt like, hey, they're not going to beat us. So, Patrick, don't make any mistakes, and we'll be fine. We'll be good. And that's what they did. Yeah. It was it was very impressive the way that they got it done. I will give you that, uh, Darren. To your point, in the ball game, uh, Kansas City with twenty two first downs, uh, Baltimore uh, had sixteen uh, first downs in that particular game. It didn't even seem like that many, to be honest with you. Uh, the time of possession, though, Kansas City uh, with thirty seven minutes compared to Baltimore's twenty two minutes. Uh, with the football there. That's a whole quarter. Yeah, it's a whole quarter where you just didn't have the football, where your MVP quarterback was not on the field uh, doing something special. Um, the other thing, you know, Kansas City had four sacks in the game um, against against Lamar Jackson. And anytime you're able to get him on the ground like that, um, it, you know, it's going to bode well for you. Everyone was waiting, I think, for Lamar Jackson to do the Lamar Jackson thing, and he never really got into doing the Lamar Jackson thing. Um, and I think that was, you know, that was the thing that really hurt them more than anything else. Um, Patrick Mahomes was good. He wasn't great, uh, but he was really good, uh, very effective. Travis Kelsey, she's, I mean, well, just she's. You can't be any better. I, I mean, 11 targets, 11 catches. I mean, 116 he, yards and a touchdown. Unreal with some of those catches. Uh, unreal with how open he was as, you know, Andy Reid continues to be an absolute wizard at getting tra- – Travis Kelsey is, is at this point, top two tight end. I mean, there's still an argument somewhere with Tony Gonzalez, but, I mean, a top two tight end all time, and he's still open? How is he still open after all this time? He still is. Andy Reid finds a way to get him open uh, against whatever front that they're facing, and it's very impressive. He has more receptions in the playoffs than any player in NFL history. It's highly not impressive. Tight end. Not, not tight end. Yeah. He has more receptions than Jerry Rice. You have to That's play a lot passed. of football. That's who he passed on Sunday. You got to play a lot of football to, to get to that. He passed Jerry Rice. Yeah. For most receptions in the playoffs, yeah, in NFL history, and Jerry Rice had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, yeah. and he's <laughs> Travis mean, Kelsey. Yeah, uh, highly impressive for Kansas City. Uh, whatever happened with Baltimore? Listen, and I and I said this on Friday. Um, there is no shame to me, Travis. Uh, the Patrick Mahomes and company have reached the level for me where there's no shame in losing to them. There just isn't. They're that good. You just ran into the superior guy. Years from now, we look back. Well, you know, they ran into they ran into Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. It just 
It doesn't mean you weren't great. It doesn't mean you weren't fabulous. It just means you ran into Patrick Mahomes and the Chief. He's very much, as I, as I draw the equivalent to Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan put a lot of guys on the shelf who were outstanding players, out Hall of Fame players. They just couldn't overcome Mike. It's not their fault. It's, they just couldn't overcome Mike. Sorry. It's, you know, so it, Patrick Mahomes is not going to be any different. He's going to take rings from a, a whole bunch of guys. And, you know, Joe Burrow is going to be missing a ring because of Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, the, the, the Allen and, and Buffalo, Josh Allen's going to be missing some rings. And now Lamar Jackson's going to be missing some rings, probably because of Patrick Mahomes and his greatness. It just is what it is. And, you know, it's nobody's fault. It's just, this is where we are. It's just where we are. Yeah, but they were. They were flawed this this season. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't about, oh my gosh, it's the Chiefs. This is what they do. Just wait to the playoffs. They turn, you know, because here's the deal. The last two games, guess what they were? Underdogs. They were the underdogs. Yes. They were. So it wasn't like, oh my gosh, it's the big bad wolves well, of the, the. They were underdogs, and I get it. It's the first time they ever played road games. Yeah. Under Patrick Mahomes. But they were underdogs in Buffalo, yeah. and they were underdogs in Baltimore, and they won them both. Well, that was people guessing that it was the other guy's turn to to get you know some some shine, and you know Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes wasn't done with the spotlight yet. That's that's what they learned. You know, we we figured out that you know one guy is not the other, um, and, and you know the. It's 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 tough, and every team in the AFC now, if they, if they, I'm sure they've been put on notice, but you got to figure out well, what are we doing about them? What are we doing about number you know 15 in Kansas City? Like what 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 is in our defense that can deal with them at all? Because they're going to be the problem, as I've said from the very beginning of this. They're the toughest out. Them, they're going to be the toughest ones to 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 pin on the ground for for a three count. Is them. Well, I filled in for Greg and John this morning, nine to eleven, yes, sir. and not to paint a gloomy gray picture, because this should be good stuff. The Titans just made a change, a significant change, yes. and they've got an offensive-minded head coach, and you know there's going to be a different staff, and they've got a lot of money to play with, and they've got a high draft pick, so everything should be very optimistic here. So I don't want to bring everybody down. I don't want to be the baby Ruth in the punch bowl, but... But come on, yeah, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert. Yeah. C.J. Stroud. That's right. All those guys Yeah. are in the AFC. They haven't talked about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I, we don't know what Anthony Richardson is. Oh, no, no, we, we don't, don't know, know what he is, is no, yet. Um, is. I mean, I, however you feel about Tua, yeah, those quarterbacks are all in the AFC. Yeah, and guess what? They're not even old. No, they're all in the they're in like prime, approaching prime. prime. They're yeah, all in their prime. None of those guys are thirty years old yet. None of them. They're all in their twenties. Yeah. Well, this is why the Titans had to join the horse race by getting an offensive coach, and you know, and, and trying to find their version. Now, is it Will Levis or somebody else? I don't know. Joe Burrow. Did I, mention, did I say Joe you Burrow? You did mention group? Joe okay. Burrow. Okay. Yeah, Joe yeah, I mean, if you want to, we can go by the division by division it's, here if you want and break scary. it all down. And, and all those, and again, all those guys are not going to make the playoffs every year and win the Super Bowl every year. And we, and we talked about this at the beginning of the season when we looked at this roster. Again, Darren and I, you, you have lived, we have lived through this already. We saw Warren Moon, John Elway, Dan Marino, Jim Kelly all in the same conference at the same time. 
you know, all those guys weren't going to win the Super Bowl every year. All those guys are Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And probably a couple more I'm, I'm missing out here. You know, so you got Dan Marino, John Elway, uh, Jim Kelly, Warren Moon, and, and you know, and Joe Montana was over there for a couple of years in the AFC. Those that's a that's a heavyweight bout of people that you gotta have to climb and not to mention the all pro like Boomer Esiason, who was not quite Hall of Famer, but really good, uh, was over there as well. Kind of like Tua, right? Kind of like Tua, I guess. Boomer so. and Tua. Yeah. Two lefties. There, there you go. I mean, so you got guys like that. It's hard. It's really hard. And a lot of those guys retired. War Moon retired without a Super Bowl. Dan Marino retired without a Super Bowl. It, you know, it's Boomer and got to the Super Bowl and never won it. it. It's hard. It's really hard. So Hall of Fame quarterbacks does not guarantee success. It just does not. And the folks in Buffalo and the folks in Baltimore are finding that out right now. They've got Hall of Fame quarterbacks in their prime that they cannot get to the big game with. And it's, it's probably driving them nuts because you, you think, boy, we waited so long for this guy. You finally got him, and now you can't get over the hump. Well, I hope for the Titans' sake and for Brian Callahan's sake that he can turn Will Levis into a franchise quarterback because if he is a franchise quarterback in somewhere in that grouping, somewhere, I mean, yeah. there's, always, there's always a pecking order, right? There is. Uh, you can have different tiers, but if, if he's not the real deal, I mean, they got no chance. No. No chance. No, not in this conference. L- listen to, right, you just heard us rip through what the conference looks like, the landscape yeah. of the conference. Yeah. If you don't have a guy that's close to those guys, yeah. good luck. Yeah, that can go rip it. Good and, luck. And, and, go, and go play ball and go play. I mean, this is where we are. And so now the, the Titans have taken the first step of entering the arena of the new style of football in the NFL, which is why it's going to be weird for all of us. I, you know, it's going to be weird for me. I can't wait for the fall. It's just going to be strange. And I'm looking forward to the weirdness because it's it's been business as usual for a long time. Mm-hmm. It really has. It's been business as usual for a, a while. Uh, but we need to soak those memories in and savor them because uh, it's gone. It's not going to be here anytime soon. As long as Brian Callahan is in town, this is going to be a throwing football team. I did see over the weekend where the Titans have moved on from Tim Kelly. Yep. They've moved on from Charles London. Yeah. And was there another stretch, the, right? The is, uh, it, is that right? Yeah. Okay. The, I don't. The offensive. I know it was the player personnel okay. guy. Okay. So, I mean, that stuff is being. T- I, I don't know who's going to survive. Uh, I would say probably very few. No. That's typically how it works. Yep. But um, now Brian Callahan is going to start assembling his staff, and Rand yep. Carthon is going to assist in him uh, putting together his staff. And I'm sure Rand, if there are if there are guys worthy over there, and I don't know all the position, you know, they got you know position coaches, assistant coaches that you hardly ever see or what. I don't sure. know they, they would know. Yeah, like they're, they're, he's in the building. Yep. He knows. We see him like once during training camp, so or he can help because Arthur Smith. Uh, I mean, it's rare. Right, he lasted through a lot of different regimes. He did, which is not easy to do. No, it's not in coaching. No, it's not. But obviously, some people in the building knew what he was doing, and they're like, "Hey, you, you, you need to keep him around. Uh, he can, he can, he's got value to you." So they're they're doing all that. Uh, I guess I'm not surprised. I haven't heard anything on Shane Bowen yet. I haven't either. You know, Rob Moore. Trying to think of some of the other position coaches, but we'll see uh, where this goes. But yeah. As Brian Callahan and Rand Carthon get this 
staff together, and hopefully that's another thing, that they can put together a really good staff. Yeah. No, no, that's what they got to do. That's the challenge in front of them now. Is And, and by the way, it's a competitive market uh, because a bunch of new coaches have been hired. Yeah, and a lot of openings. Them, yeah, a lot of them are looking for offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, special teams coaches. You know, we haven't even talked about that. Special teams coach, um, you know, running back coach, quarterback coach, you know, uh, passing game coordinators, since that seems to be a permanent, you know, thing now. Um, you know, all those things have to be sorted out. All those positions are got to be filled. And I imagine there's good ones, and then there's uh, they're pecking orders for each one of those guys. So who gets them? Who's out there? Who's available? Who can you pull? Who's willing to let go of a guy? I mean, it's it's the wild, wild west right now. It really is. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with the show. We are wide open this first hour. We'll come back and talk about the other game, the mm-hmm. nightcap, and our thoughts on that. We'll do that next as you listen to The McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth Only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. We all make resolutions this time of year. And let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. This is Nashville Sports Radio WNSR, and this is The McFarland Show. Thank you for tuning in here with us. Uh, we are talking about the championship games from over the weekend and also anything else you want to get into in the world of sports you can give us a call at 844-5600 that's 844-5600 as we broadcast live from the strike and spare family studios here and um we just spent the last few minutes talking about the AFC championship game between the Ravens and the Chiefs and of course the Chiefs ended up getting the victory and then in the nightcap out there in the west coast it was the Detroit Lions uh, falling short to the San Francisco 49ers, 34-31. In the game with the theme, you live by the sword, you die by the sword, uh, which is uh, kind of what Dan Campbell has demonstrated here with the um, w- with this particular game. And, and listen, we can get all the details about whatever's happening with the game and blown calls and all this other stuff. But the the real talker of the game is Dan Campbell taking gambles on fourth down where he could have kicked field goals that would have possibly positioned him very differently in this ball game. And I, I can honestly say, at the very least, Dan Campbell didn't do anything that we haven't seen him do. He was true to himself. It's not like he got here and decided to become somebody brand new. He's been doing this all season. And now we got into the biggest stage or one of the biggest stages possible. And he did what he's been doing all year. And that is what some people will call reckless behavior on fourth down. But this is this is their identity. This is who they've been. True to a fault. By the way, Eric in Columbia on our YouTube page says, I look tired. Do I really? Must be the bags I, under my eyes. That's I don't just know. Cold, Do you? Old age. It's not really. A, you don't look. You don't look tired to me. Yeah. I, I, it's, uh, Do you feel tired? No. No. I'm you fine. good? I'm okay, fine. Right. I'm fine. I saw. I saw you check in with yourself there. That was. That was interesting. I just. Do you feel tired? You. You paused. You yeah. checked in. You yeah. said, "Self, are we tired? No, we're no, good. We're good. We're good. We're okay. Good. I'm good. I had to check your dipstick there just to see what's going on. Whoa. Watch your. Watch your. Okay. Now that's not it. Be careful. Sorry. Okay. He Sorry. May, I, I said he may have just been talking about my bags under my eyes. Those are just, okay. 
This is the old age. Okay. Or older age. Eric says he's kidding. He's, he's, Eric says he's kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching. Okay. I, I take great exception to not what Eric said or what you said. I take great exception to what Dan Campbell did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, part? Because I mean, there's a couple of things. Okay. So let me start with. Let me start with the disclaimer. Okay. I'm fully aware Josh Reynolds did not show up yesterday. I'm fully aware Josh yeah. Reynolds looked like a Kansas City Chiefs receiver in the regular in the regular season. Yeah. He looked like a Chiefs receiver in the regular season. Mm. I get it. Mm. At the dropsies. Mm. I understand Gibbs, the rookie, yeah. went the wrong way yeah. and fumbled. Mm. That was critical. Mm. I... I understand those things. I understand that they should have had an interception, but it went off his face mask. It did. And it was caught by Ayuk. I yep. get it. I understand Crazy. Crazy. those plays happened. Mm. But what I cannot forgive, Dan Campbell, who gets tons of credit, as you know, yes. I have been a supporter of what Dan Campbell and the Lions have been doing. I believed in the Lions' roar. I believed in the Motor City Kitties. Yes, you did. All season long. Mm -hmm. Okay, I believed this season could be different. Before they ever played a game, before they ever started the season, the NFL season in Kansas City at Arrowhead, beating the Chiefs, I believed. With that being said, but... Yeah. But... I cannot forgive him. I cannot take up for him. I cannot stand up to, this is what they've done. This is their identity. Yes, it is. It has been their identity in the regular season. Mm -hmm. It has been their identity even the first two playoff games. This is a chance to go where no Detroit Lions team has ever gone. It's mm -hmm. a chance to send a franchise that's been a laughing stock, that's been the butt of every joke, that has been everything wrong, right? Nothing. There's been a whole lot of bad things said for decades upon decades upon decades about the Detroit Lions. And he had an opportunity to erase all that. And running the ball there on that last drive from the two-yard line, chewing up the clock, that was a horrible, horrible idea. But not kicking those field goals. I I know he said in postgame, hindsight, I get all that. Because there are a lot of people. Well, no, he said he didn't regret it, is what no, he said. I know, but he said, I get the hindsight. Okay, he he yes. referenced yes. hindsight. like He's he like, did. I know... People are going to, you know, question what I did. Hindsight. No, sir, I question what you did from jump. I was screaming at the television, don't do this. Don't. The first one was completely unacceptable. San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan admitted after the game in his post-game press conferences, in his post-game press conference, he said that first drive, we needed a touchdown. We got a field goal. I didn't think that was enough. He's already hinting like, row, row. Yeah. That's not good. Like we talked about how important it is for us to take this second half kickoff and drive down the field and score a touchdown and to get a, give us a chance to get back in this game. We only got a field goal. Yeah. I didn't feel good about that at all. And he had an opportunity to match that field goal with a field goal of his own to keep it at 17 points with a quarter and a half to go. Mm -hmm. A quarter and a half yeah. with a 17-point lead to get you to the promised land. And you went for it. And again, I get, 
don't give me this is what our identity, that's what we've been doing. I yeah. understand. That is what, and it's okay to do it in week three. It's okay to do it in week seven. It's okay to do it in week 17 nope. in Dallas. He wasn't true to himself, he says. To in do it Dallas. I got you. Which was stupid. Okay, we talked about it. That two-point conversion, what, after three, how many penalties? Yeah. Three? It's yeah. like, dude, okay, we got it. But now kick the extra point and get to overtime. Let's go. Yeah. Give your, like, what are we doing? Like, your your probability just went it down the toilet. Like your what were they from the eight yard line? I think 10, yes, whatever I think the they eight, were. Yeah, seven, eight, ten yard line. Come on, okay, kick the extra point now. Like what are we doing? Nope, no. Okay, again, I'll I'll give I'll give you that. It's regular season, even though I think it's stupid. It's regular season. Now you're in the playoffs. Now you're in the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get yourself somewhere. No Lions team but one has ever even been close. They've never sniffed a Super Bowl other than once yeah. in franchise history. Yeah. And after he went for it, and I get it, they dropped it. I get it. Mm-hmm. It should have been converted. I get it. But they didn't. No. So it doesn't matter. No. Look what happened after that. They fell apart. They fell apart after that. And then he had another opportunity midway, what, six and a half to go. Things are not going their yes. way. Mm-hmm. Things are not going. There's six and a half minutes to go in the game. And it's been a train wreck since he went for it the last time. It has been an absolute train wreck for them. They look like they were scared. They didn't belong. And the 49ers are like, yeah, this is where we, this is where we always are. Like the Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs look like they belonged in that spot. The Ravens were like, we don't, we don't know what we're doing here. That's what that's what that's what the Lions look like. We don't know what we're doing here. We don't know what we're doing here. 49ers like, yeah, this is where we're all, you know, we're always here. Well, yeah. And L- he had a chance. Literally, we're always here. 19 NFC championship games. They're always there. He had a chance to stop the bleeding. Tie it up and stop the bleeding, man. Stop it. No. Let's go for it again. Go for it again. And I'm just like, you get what you get, man. At that point, when he did it again, I was like, man, you get what you get. Okay. Yeah. I don't feel sorry for you. I'm not going to feel sorry for you. I'm not going to applaud you. It's just, it's just silly. Yeah. You're, 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 you're not giving your, now you're the head coach. Yeah. Give your team a chance. Yeah. He's playing bully ball. Give, give him a chance. Yeah. He thought he could be the tough guy here and, you know, play tough guy football here in the playoffs. And then, you found out, you know, how tough things really get. And, you know, again, you live by the sword with Dan Campbell and you die by the sword with Dan Campbell. And they died. And they died. And, you know, if they're going to die, I think they'd rather do it this way. I think this is the way they wanted to die if they were going to do it. They they died being themselves. Let me tell you something. If they don't ever get back to this point, which right now, if I was betting on it, I'll bet that they'll never get back to this point it's again. It's highly possible. He'll never admit it. He's going to lose a lot of sleep. He's going to have a lot of sleepless nights over what just ha- happened last night in the second half. Probably. He'll never admit it. No. But he will have sleepless nights over that over the, over those decisions. Yeah. You mark my words. Because I had Lions fans, friends of mine, that said, oh, you know, this team is young. They're talented. Oh, you know, they get back. oh and I was like, no, I don't hear like, that noise. Get out of here, man. You Do you know how hard it is to do this? Very. And now you're planning for 
this spot again. And their head coach knows it's hard too. It we, doesn't, we've got yeah. some sound about yeah. that. We'll, you know, we'll get to it if we right. have a chance. Yeah. It, yeah. It doesn't mean that they're not, but you know what the odds are? Yeah. That they're not good. They're not good. Oh, by the way, guess what else happens with success? You start losing coaches. You're about to lose your OC. Yep. Others will start defecting. Ask Philadelphia how that worked out. Yeah. When they went to the Super Bowl and lost and lost both coordinators. Yep. How'd that work out this year? Well, they've won less games. Their head coach almost got fired. Yeah. Almost got fired. It happens. You know? Start losing key pieces. All right. Let's let's see if we can console our man Michigan down in the borough. Michigan, what's up, man? He's all right. You guys are speaking from inside my brain. This is amazing. Um, I, I do have some nice things to say to people. I got a lot of text messages from folks yesterday. I got a lot of Facebook messages from people asking me if I was okay. Uh, I was not okay in the fourth quarter, just, just for the record, uh, compared to how I was in the first quarter. Um, you said a couple things I want to talk about, and then I want to ask you guys to respond to something that's just been driving me crazy for six weeks now. Um, it's not just the OC that's going to leave. The passing game coordinator who's in the modern NFL, someone who usually steps into the OC spot, that's Tanner Engstrand. He's about to get an OC job somewhere, right? The, the defensive coordinator is probably going to stay, but the wide receivers coach, Antoine Randall L., for those uh, who remember him, um, wow. he's probably looking at an OC job. So you're talking about a lot of brain drain. And then you spoke to something that really, really hit at me and what I've been thinking about a lot the last 18 or so hours. There are no guarantees in this league. We, I know that everybody loses sight of that because we've stacked one dynasty on top of another with Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady. That is not, that is the exception. That is not the rule. And I was quick to point this out to my brother last night, um, who said, you guys will be back again. Stan Humphreys and mm. Dan Marino mm. have played in the same number of Super Bowls. One. That's correct. You know sir. how many Super Bowls, you know how many Super Bowls? More Dan Marino played in than Rex Grossman? Zero. They played in the same number. One. Rexy was in a Super Bowl, okay? How many you Super are guaranteed Bowls, nothing in this league. How many Super Bowls has Aaron Rodgers been in? Yeah, he's one. been in two. Has two. he been in two? Two. He lost one. He lost one to Pittsburgh. He lost yeah, one. He lost one. Yeah, he lost one to Ben, I that's think. Right. That's right. That's um, correct. But that's, I mean, you're that's one of the best quarterbacks of of the last 25 years, two Super Bowls. You are guaranteed nothing. And I'm going to say something else that I've been getting beat up on the whole year. If the Detroit Lions front office pays Jared Goff $45 million for multiple seasons, we will never get back to the Super Bowl again under this administration. I'm going to tell you right now, there is nothing, nothing more detrimental to the long-term success of your franchise systematically and most importantly, tactically, as an offense, than a statue quarterback who is overpaid. See example here in Nashville, Tannehill, Tannehill, comma, Ryan. Okay, how'd that work out? I, I know they played in the conference championship game, hosted one. That's great. That's not the measurement by which people are measured by. It's whether you've won Super Bowls or not. Right? I know Maybe he's not, not a statue, fair. but IEC Daniel Jones in New York. I know he's not a statue, but... Again, when you Not get bullied, when you get bullied into paying somebody forty-five million yep. a year when they're not really a forty-five million dollar a year quarterback, it's just it's going to have repercussions when they're not and that there are, guy. There are very, very smart people, way smarter at math than me, and I do math for a living, 
that manage the salary caps for these franchises, right? I know the Titans have multiple people that manage the salary cap. You can take a beating in a year, right, and try to get a lot of guys off the street and just make chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what, but that's painful. That's a tough road to hoe when you have paid some people that are not producing. Look at all the money Jacksonville spent on their defense this past offseason, and their defense stunk, and now they're stuck. They've got dudes on on three- and four-year deals that were sub-replacement level in the NFL this year by every defensive metric, and they just got paid. So they're hosed. So please, for the love of God, don't pay Jared Goff $40 million. That's all I'm going to say for now. Um, it's, a, it's a great season. It's the greatest season of my life with this team. The warm blanket of Michigan's national championship is keeping me nice and cozy and will for a while. The Red Wings are in a playoff spot right now. The Tigers are looking up. Things are looking up for Michigan. Nobody feels sorry for me. Here's the thing I want to rant about. This has been driving me nuts for six weeks, and I get taken to task on it a lot, and it's generally by, I will say, younger viewers of the NFL, people who are very heavily invested in analytics. Have you guys seen it almost happen in the Baltimore-Kansas City game? This subset of NFL fans who think fumbling through the end zone should not be a touchback. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I want to put my brain through a meat grinder when I hear this. Because if you're going to, here's my only argument against it, that it's comical. If you're going to devalue the lines of the end zone to the point that risking the ball and fumbling it through the end zone is no longer of value, and you can just get a nice little do-over, and we're going to give everybody a participation trophy, and we're going to do jump ropes without rope, okay, then don't make touchdowns worth six points anymore. Make them worth four. Make them worth five. Make a field goal worth two and a half. Do whatever you want to do. But if you're going to devalue the lines on the field, which are a critical part of the order of the game, to the point that risking the ball near it and fumbling it is no longer punitive, what are we doing here? That's it. I had to say that to somebody before my head exploded. I love you guys. Thanks for giving me the time. I'll talk to you again soon. Right back at you, Michigan. Thank you, Michigan. It's a good point. He's got... He's got the Wolverines to, even though I lost, they lost their coach, but he's got that. They got the natty, re- though, yeah, so yeah, it doesn't matter. It. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. right. Uh, I, okay, we can touch on that. We can but get we, into we that, need, yeah. Uh, we need it on the other side. Yeah, it was fine. All right, we'll take a break. 615-844-5600 as you listen to The McFarland Show. Nashville Sports Radio. And now, Keep It Clean Tree Service is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate Military Care Package to see how you could make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Keep It Clean Tree Service. For tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal, grinding, and site management, beautify your property with Keep It Clean Tree Service. Give the pros a call today at 615-480-0029. 615-480-0029. Or visit KeepItCleanSolutions.com. That's Keep It Clean Tree Service, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're pro professionals who care. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. 
We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans. We talk SEC football. We talk NBA. We talk everything. And we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Your exclusive Nashville Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan Forecast. For today, we're going to have a mostly cloudy sky, the high temperature 46, mostly cloudy tonight, low 30. For Tuesday, times of clouds and sun, high 56, partly sunny Wednesday. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. It's true. We'll head to Knoxville. Coming up at 3 o'clock, we'll begin the second hour with our man Vince Ferrara from the Sports Animal. Tennessee was in town Saturday night at Memorial Gym, and uh, they took care of business. Mm-hmm. They were actually behind at halftime Yes, and came back and got the 13-point Victory Dallas, Dallas, Dalton Connect. I don't know why I always want to call him Dallas. Dalton Connect mm-hmm. uh, had 11 points at halftime. Remember, we had that in the McFarland six back Yes, we picks. did. Over under 25 and a half points. Yep. He had 11 at half. Mm-hmm. And he finished in the 30s. Yeah. He had 22 points in the second half. So he had 33 points. Yeah. In the victory. So they just keep on rolling. They do. Look, that guy right there, I'll say it again uh, and I'll tell it to Vince. And I've said it when he's been on with us. Rick Barnes, if he's smart, and I know he's a smart coach, he better ride, connect in the incident. If he wants to change the narrative, yeah. turn him loose. Yeah. 
Don't overthink. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Do not overthink it. Let him do what let he's going to do. Yeah. Let him do his thing. Yeah. Even if it irritates you. Yep. When it comes tournament time, turn him loose. Yeah. Even if it's outside your norm. Don't try to rein him in. Yeah. Don't try to. Don't. Don't do it. Half court defense. All don't do it. Don't change. Yeah. Let him keep doing his thing. Guy can. That guy can take you somewhere, man. He's different. He's the scoring machine now. He is different than any player he's had at UT. Yeah. Uh, he's had some good ones. You know, Grant Williams, he's mm -hmm. had some good players, mm -hmm. really good players. Mm -hmm. But this cat, I don't know how in the world Northern Colorado kept him there that long. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's right? a good point. No, you're right. No. Northern Colorado. Northern what? Colorado. Huh? What you doing up there? So... 615-844-5600. So we'll do that to begin the second hour. Let's bring in Tony in Nolensville. Tony, what's up? Tony. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Darren, second go around. Yes, sir. Thank you for being there. Thank you for filling in this morning. Good thing. Hey, thanks for all the calls so, that made the time fly. Yes, sir. Uh, Justin. Yes, sir. You ready to ride the conspiracy train? The Taylor oh, Swift. Oh, boy. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> say again if i'm betting when the super bowl is over i'd say if the chiefs win and he gets a ring he's gonna make sure she gets a ring too Ooh! did i just say that did i just do that I did. yes you did yes you did yes you did what happens in vegas stays in vegas Most well now not, when you're, not that, now when you're taylor swift not when it's that couple now when you're taylor swift and travis kelsey it doesn't not that couple oh that's funny stuff. Yeah, I will tell you what, what a great weekend for uh, sports. Uh, I watched a lot of the uh, uh, NBA game. I don't know if y'all caught some of it with the Lakers and the uh, uh, Warriors. That was a heck of a game. Uh, it was, I think, halftime score at one point. Uh, I say halftime. Going into the halftime was like 52 to 49. I'm like, my God, this thing's going to be off the roof. <laughs> and uh, uh, and actually, I flipped over and started watching UT and Vandy and forgot to go back to the NBA game. So I found out, you know, later on that it went in double overtime. But uh, what a great game that had to be. Um, guys, you know, I, I watched some more stuff this weekend and I'm, I don't want to be consumed by it, but this NIL stuff, the more you see it happening at different universities and what's going on, it is just unbelievable how big this is getting. And when you listen to more, you know, the national shows of different stuff, 
and we've talked about a lot of it here, obviously. But what, where this is going, and just no guardrails, no no bumper rails, no, nothing in place to curtail any of it, and it's just it's just mind boggling where this is going and where it's at. And I'm going to ask y'all this, and I'll get off here and let y'all talk about it. Are y'all sensing that the players are trying to get as much as they can possibly get right now because they do think there is something going to come down the road to put a cap on some of this stuff? I'm going to let y'all talk about that, and I'm going to get off here. But thanks for taking the call, guys. Great weekend in sports, and it's going to be fun to see what happens this week. But whoop, whoop, get on the Swifties Super Bowl. Yeah. 13 days. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Um, I, I want to respond to the NIL, NIL stuff real quick. Do I think players are trying to get as much as they can because they think something's coming down the track later that will stop them from getting as much as they can? No. Do I think players are trying to get as much as they can because they are college athletes and they know they are one play away from not being college athletes anymore and being able to make money? Yes. Y- yes, I do. Um, is this a historic time for them? It is, uh, where they can do this out in the open. No more sneaking around and trying to feel, no, they can do this out in the open without getting their program in trouble. And uh, they're going to get as much as they can uh, because they're college kids. No, because they can. Because they can. And That's they're college what. kids. This is what they, I mean, listen, I, you know, and I know a lot of people don't like it because of it's changing the way it's changing the game. Uh, and you know, and I get, I get all that, but it, this, this is just the reality of the situation. And I've said this over and over again to people who have claimed for years that the college game is the more pure game. The college game is, is the pure game because people play for pride. No, people have always played for money in college football for the last, I don't know how many decades. It's ever since it's been on television, going back to the days of Keith Jackson and and ABC. Listen, it's been the difference has been who's getting the money. Now who's getting the money has changed, and now who's getting the money has changed, and now all of a sudden the game isn't pure anymore because the people on the field are getting money now. Eh. The the game is what it kind of always has been a little bit to a certain degree. Is it changing? It is changing, no question about it. But you know. You have to find new ways to enjoy it because you can't put the the ketchup back in the tube at this point. It is out. It is out. No, but it's going to change. It will. Um, That's why I do believe the smart ones are saying, hey, I'm in a time and a place where I can get as much as I can get and I need to do it right now because at some point, and they're probably not worried about it because they're not going to be the ones. They'll be gone. They're not going to be the ones. Yeah, right. They won't be the ones. But um, look, nothing's changed. Okay, this is what it is. It's not going away. Why do you think some guys are jumping to the professional ranks? Because they don't want to deal with this stuff? Yep. I think it's what sent Nick Saban into retirement. I think it's what sent Coach K into retirement. It's probably what sent Jay Wright into retirement. Yeah. And it's going to send all these. Gino Oriema, did you hear him talking Yeah. recently? Yeah. This, this weekend. Yeah. You, he's yeah. not far behind. No. Again, all these established Hall of Famers, been there, done it. That nothing's going to change because their resume. Because you have to find a new formula now. They're like, yeah, we're out. you got to find a new way not, to I'm win these games. This. And the, the, the way they've been doing it is no longer the way they can do it. Yeah, whenever Gino or Emma is talking about this, 
And yeah. where the where the game is today, yeah. you could tell he's already thinking about it, right? Absolutely. He's thinking like, yeah, I think I, I think I've done. I don't want. I really don't want to do this anymore. How much I got? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Right. All right. We'll take our final break. Come back. Wrap up the first hour next. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. You just start with Brable being fired. Mm-hmm. Your initial reaction. Called it, felt it coming for weeks now, if not months. Not surprised. That's, he, my, that's he, my reaction. I thought he got himself fired. How so? Just by being Mike Brable. Yeah. I think if he really, really wanted to be the coach here, he would be. I agree with you 100%. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Eric and Columbia on our YouTube page said, uh, 
that he thinks I'm right that Aaron Rodgers beat the Steelers in 2010, and that is his only appearance in the Super Bowl. I'll have to look that up. I just saw it right before we came back on the air. Okay. I, I mean, didn't think he had been twice. I, I, that's why I felt pretty. I mean, think about it. We have viewed, we have always viewed Aaron Rodgers as one of the greatest ever. We have. Let's look it up. I mean, honestly, I, I that's mm-hmm. when I said it. I didn't look it up. I just said it and I blurted it out loud. And Eric is in Columbia saying that he thinks I'm right that Aaron Rodgers beat the Steelers in 2010, and he's only been once. Okay. Well, but I'm but we'll, I'm just we'll I'm just repeating out. what what's the messenger it's, it's here. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let's see what happened here. Um. No, I mean it's there's uh, the let's see Super Bowl appearances. Here we go. Scroll down. Scroll down. Yeah, 2011. Uh, they lost to the Steelers. Um, no, no, they they beat the Steelers, 35 to. Tw- 31-25 there. Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. And 2010? Yeah, maybe that's so. It. No, that's it. I know that was the only time he... Steelers, that was it. I could have swore he, he's he been again. Who am I thinking of then? Has Brent Favre been to two? He's just been to one. He went uh, he, to the he one. He beat the Patriots. Beat the Patriots. That was it. He didn't go back? All right. No. Maybe, maybe, it's not, maybe that's it. I'm drawing a blank here somewhere. I, I feel like Aaron Rodgers has been to two Super Bowls. I, I feel that's the case as well. But maybe it's maybe it's just one. Maybe I missed it. Eric, thank you. Appreciate All right, Eric. that. Good stuff. <laughs> we didn't get a chance to answer Michigan. He wouldn't like my answer anyway because I, I don't feel the same as him. About the ball going through the end zone. What about it? We can do it later. Okay, second, we can do it later. Second hour. Uh, hopefully we'll have Aaron Rodgers, when we come man. back. Uh, because I, I think he's trying to do something for the Vol Network. Second hour coming up. 560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville. 107.9 FM, Smyrna. Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News. I'm Daria Olbinger. The White House is deciding how to respond to the deadly drone attack on U.S. troops in Jordan. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. This wasn't the first drone attack on a, an American facility in, in the region. Uh, there have been others. And uh, the fact that this one had lethal consequences doesn't mean that the previous ones weren't intended by these Iran-backed militias to have that same effect. U.S. troops may have mistaken the drone in the attack for a U.S. drone that was expected to return to base at about the same time. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin returned to the Pentagon today for the first time since he had surgery for prostate cancer. The House Homeland Security Committee is expected to vote tomorrow on articles of impeachment which accuse Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas of willfully ignoring federal immigration laws. Former President Trump is urging Republicans to reject a bipartisan border security package. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333.
Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000 and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WN. SR, Nashville Sports Radio. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Why do that? Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour rolling along here on... Monday afternoon. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Is having a good day so far. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. We're going to head to East here in just a moment. Either Vince may be, uh, may be doing something for the Vol Network. He, okay. He'll either... We may be in a stall and then uh, he'll join as soon as he's you know, done. He's got, he's got stuff to do now. Yeah, well, he said what happened is it was supposed to be done well before this hit, um, but they've delayed, 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 yeah, delayed. That can which, happen. Which it happens. Yeah, it happens. Which happens it all happens. the time in, in that particular world. So No, what I was going to say is Michigan, you know. Yeah. I, I just, I have never agreed with that. I I just, I'm sorry. Not sorry. With fumbling the ball through the end zone becomes yeah. a touchback for the other team? Yeah. Why? What's the problem? Well, because we don't do that anywhere. If they fumble the ball out of bounds anywhere else, they don't, they don't. Turnover on downs. That's true. Nobody else. But in, you know, some, the other team doesn't get the ball when we do that. That is true. But so, in their, what, so in, why? And there are consequences though for fumbling the ball down no. down there. No. So so what should happen then? The ball goes to the one. I don't know. That's a great question. That I don't have the answer to. I I, I don't know. Uh, well, I'm fine with the rule as long as everybody understands that this is the rule. Guess and, where the fumble occurred. Well, the fumble occurred in the end zone. Then then what are we doing? Well, it didn't fumble. He didn't fumble it in the end zone or well, be a touchdown. No, I mean, well, that's true. Um, so the ball is punched out toward the goal line mm-hmm. and then goes, you know, 
fluttering through the back of the end zone. Uh, so so now what's the so is the ball go? You, you're saying back to the spot of the fumble then? Yeah, spot of the fumble. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, okay. I, listen, I it, it doesn't irk me one way or the other, honestly. Um, I'm just saying what happens those with exact same plays if they happen anywhere else in the field, it, they, it's not a turnover on down. So why why is it a turnover on downs there? I understand. I understand. It's a, well because the ball goes through the back of the end zone. This it's the rule. As long as everybody understands what the rule is, I, I'm fine with it. I, I'm not. But he did. Michigan did mention something that I do want to touch on very quickly, and that is response on social media to something. I'm sorry. Do we have? Mm-mm. Okay. I just want to make sure no, I'm not we're, gonna, we're good. I'm not you know, talking over somebody here. Um, Vince was talking about social media football fans. And uh, them sounding off on, you know, that in particular, you know, the ball in the end zone. And, and that's fine. You know, that everybody has got their own thing. My thing was this. For, for weeks, I have been looking at people posting about the NFL being scripted. And people putting up matchups. Uh, and, you know, saying that it's all been predetermined because of the coloring of the Super Bowl logo that the Super Bowl makes up. And since the Super Bowl is going to be in Las Vegas and there was purple in it, everyone just knew that the Baltimore Ravens were going to be in the Super Bowl. It's all been predetermined and scripted. And they've even found a news graphic somewhere. I saw that. Where was that? I don't know. That made its rounds. I Gosh. don't know. But they found a news graphic somewhere. I don't know if it's real or fake. I really don't. Well, I mean, well, it's probably fake because, you know, that never... TV stations never make mistakes well, on a crawler <laughs> and writing stuff up. But no, well, no, yeah, we kind of do. Okay. Some, we write some things sometimes we don't mean. But <laughs> well, it's not about whether you mean it. It's, well, people make du- mistakes. Well, they're not just that. Sometimes they're dummy scripts that people write in there just to see how it looks, to see okay. how the spacing looks, see how the coloring looks, and it actually so, hits the air. And then it hits the air because they forgot to delete yeah, it, yeah. or they saved it under something that should have been saved, or whatever the case. So I mean, that happens, but. This whole idea that the NFL is scripted and that it's rigged and predetermined and all of this other jazz. How is that looking this morning? How, how, how are we doing with that? How, how's that going? And, and I've already heard the arguments. Well, it was Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's presence came in and switched the allegiance for the NFL so that Baltimore would no longer be in it because it's more profitable for the Kansas City Chiefs to be in it than it would be for the... Boy, I I need everybody to listen to something. I've been doing this for a long time, for two and a half decades, to be exact. And and Darren could back me up on this, and maybe I'm wrong on this. If the NFL wanted to make the most money possible, I would think the Detroit Lions in the Super Bowl, would. if you're looking for the ratings, if you're looking for merchandise sale... If you're looking for ticket value, everything that makes money for the National Football League would equal the Detroit Lions being in the Super Bowl for the first time ever versus the San Francisco 49ers being there for the eighth time. Ninth. Ninth. It's the ninth. Well, they're five and two, aren't they? Well, okay. I don't know. I think it's I, I don't the ninth. I, okay. I could be wrong. It, 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 listen, you could be wrong. You could be right about that. I don't know. For, for, for let's say, at least, the, eight, at least the eighth time, maybe the ninth. The, the 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 Detroit Lions would be the far better draw for money and revenue for the National Football League than the 49ers could ever be. This idea that the NFL is rigged and people just wanting to prove something where they have absolutely 
no idea what they're speaking of whatsoever. That is the thing, Michigan, if you're still listening, that has driven me up the wall. And the thing that I have not engaged in on social media, even though I've seen it, I have not, I have resisted temptation to go down the rabbit hole with these folks about why the NFL would be rigged or not rigged because of some blown calls. There are blown calls every week. Every week there are blown calls. So why is this week's blown call mean the thing is stop, stop everybody, just stop it, please. You know, and listen, if the thing is rigged, if we're really watching the WWE, do you have any idea the number of people who would need to be in the know in order for the thing to be rigged? And why would they keep it a secret for this long? Do you know how many broke athletes there are? You don't think somebody could make a little money blowing the whistle in the NFL about how the, the thing is rigged? You don't think that's a book or something somewhere that somebody would want to know? Or they signed an NDA. And so what? Man, please. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not, I've gone too far already. I'm going to, I'm going to reel myself back in just to say, I'm confident that the product that we're watching on the football field is not predetermined uh, that these guys, you know, live and die with each and every down and try their best to win football games. And it is not predetermined in a writer's room somewhere. I'm fairly confident in that. I think you're right. It's eight. Okay. I thought it was nine. It's eight. And this is this is their eighth then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they were five and oh, and they've lost their last two. Yeah. 82, 85, 89, 90. That was their big, big run. Yeah. Right? Those were all wins. 95, we know, was the blowout win over the Chargers. Yeah. And then 2013 lost to the Ravens. Yeah. And 2020 lost to the Chiefs. Right? Yeah. I don't have. I'm not showing. I'm just uh, doing this off the top yeah. of my head. Okay. Yes. Right. Chiefs. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was Chiefs. Chiefs. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I remember they had a couple wins over Cincinnati. Yes. A couple wins over the Bengals back yes. in the day. Yeah. Um, then they had the blowout win had, over the Broncos. Sure. Well, they beat the right. They had blowout win over the Broncos and the and the Dolphins. The Dolphins was the other one. Dan Marino's yep. only yep. Super Bowl appearance there. Yep. So. Uh, it's still amazing to me they've had 19 NFC Championship games. That's that's unreal. That's unreal there that they've had 19 NFC Championship games. Let's let's do this. Let's let's take a break. Vince is ready, so let's take a break and then we'll come back. We'll head to Knoxville. He's I guess he's done with his Vol Network stuff. We'll catch up with him, get his opinion on what took place um, over the weekend here at Memorial Gym and uh, all things Vols. We'll do that next with Vince Ferrara from the Sports Animal. On the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. At Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf, there's something that binds us all the collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the new Callaway AI Smoke Driver. The new AI design club has multiple sweet spots across the face, making it an average of seven yards longer than the prior model. Visit us in store for a free custom fitting at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shops or shop us online at worldwidegolf.com. Get there. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. 
Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Good week for the Vols. Mm-hmm. Beat up on Alabama. Then came here and beat Vanderbilt. With that being said, welcome back in The McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here with you. We're live here on the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio on this Monday afternoon. DJ Damon is alongside. Let's head to Knoxville where they're an hour Ahead of us, Vince Ferrara, 99.1, the sports animal there. He does a morning show with John Wilkerson, joins us. Vinny, how we doing? Doing great. Not as good as Dalton Connect, but we're doing uh, we're doing just fine. <laughs> uh, no. No. He uh, What do you have, 11 at the half? Is that right? He finished with 32? I think, uh-huh. he, I think he had 11 at the half. But he turned it on. Look, I'll, I'll just continue saying I've already said it on the show. You know I've said it to you on the air. Uh, if Rick Barnes wants to change the narrative, please don't change anything when it gets tournament time. Don't don't put the don't try to corral him. Don't try to put reins on him. Don't try to tell him you know he stay within the system. Turn him loose like a wild thoroughbred. Turn him loose and let him 
try to make some magic in the tournament because that's a guy you can ride in the tournament. I hope Rick Barnes, I know he's a smart coach. I hope he doesn't try to do that stuff uh, because if he just lets him do what he's been doing night in and night out, uh, you know, it's going to turn out all right for them. But if he tries to, you know, all of a sudden, you know, emphasize defense to him and you got to do this or I'm going to play you less, do all that nonsense, then, you know, good luck changing the narrative. Yeah, here's the thing, and this is a a topic around here, as you as you well know. The the will the tournament will Rick Barnes fall back on what he knows in the tournament thing is something that until we see otherwise is something that you have to consider. But Rick Barnes has never had a player like this at the University of Tennessee. No. And and really, the last comparable player, he's not him yet uh, in college, or, or definitely not as a pro because he's so much younger, but is Kevin Durant. And at that time, Rick Barnes would adjust to Kevin Durant's skills. I think there's there are a few people that he would do that to, uh, do that for. And he also, he did adapt when with, with Grant Williams, like he would call plays for Grant Williams as well. So it's not like he's never done that. And he decides to back off of offense. The, the, the numbers tell you that the national champions and final four teams are consistently top 25 and higher in the offensive efficiency rankings, not the defensive efficiency rankings. The, the best teams are, are there in both, but the offense is where the national champions come from uh, in, uh, in, in their efficiency. So I, I think that he has got a special talent that he will adjust to, and also it's their route to win. Like in the NCAA tournament, you have to do what it takes to win, and he's had to go to the DK3 takeover uh, offense to try to win games and come from behind. So it's not like, eh, you know, it's different now that it will be in the tournament. It's survival, and he's shown that he will adjust and try to survive. Here's another element, and this is something that Tennessee assistant coach Rod Clark told us on our morning show here at Knoxville Sports Talk. He joins us every Monday morning at 7.35 Eastern. He said, here's what a lot of people don't know, the players oftentimes go back, go to us and say, we need to run more plays for Dalton Connect, and Rick Barnes does. So if the players all want them to do, to, uh, to run offense through Connect, and Rick Barnes does it, what, what, how do you possibly go back to them if in the postseason you're like, no, I know you guys want us to run offense for Dalton Connect. We're not going to do it. You guys just run the motion offense. I, I, I just don't see that happening. Now, will Dalton Connect be the same player in the postseason? Will some of those other guys not play well? That all is possible, but I don't see a scenario where – Hey, we're going to stop this Dalton Connect is good on offense and bring in the reins. I, I don't see that happening. To me, if they lose, it's going to be for other reasons, not because 
Barnes doesn't adjust. He is on him. This is the beauty of Dalton Connect. Sorry for the long answer. This is the beauty of Dalton Connect. Rick Barnes gets on him every day, every game, if he has a mistake on defense. So Rick Barnes is already riding him. He knew what he signed up for, and he, it doesn't phase him. And he's still allowing him to do the things on offense that he does while still keeping him humble and staying on him. When he had the 39 against Florida, Barnes walks into the postgame in the locker room and says, all right, everyone, give it up for, uh, for Dalton. He had eight rebounds tonight. <laughs> Forget the 39. He's like, yeah, good, good game. You had eight rebounds tonight, but but he's not phased by any, them keeping him hum, humble. So it's something that won't go away till the end. It's a fair question, Darren. But those are some of the reasons why I don't see that being the reason they don't have postseason success. I I just think when I watch league play right now, and you've probably watched. Well, not probably. You've watched more than me, and I've watched a decent amount. I think Tennessee and Kentucky are equipped. Equipped. That's the key word. Mm -hmm. They are equipped to make runs deep in the tournament. Equipped to get to the Final Four. I have mm -hmm. no clue. They can, and I know, you know, because we've even talked about this in the show, maybe even been with one of your parents. It's like, what about Auburn? I watch Auburn, and I'm like, yeah, they're good. But I'm not... I am not wowed by Auburn. By the way, since I said that last, they you notice they've dropped several games since I said that they were undefeated in conference play when I, I first blurted that out. They're they're good. Don't get me wrong. It's Bruce Pearl and they've made runs too. I just I don't view them the same as Tennessee and Kentucky. It doesn't mean Tennessee and Kentucky are gonna go further. I'm saying those two teams stand out to me as they are equipped with dudes and depth that can make a long run in the tournament, in my opinion. I agree with that, and I, I think I said on your show that I thought Kentucky was the second-best team in the league, and since then, you know, then they lost at South Carolina, who's Tennessee's opponent tomorrow night. They got we'll whooped. That. Yeah, absolutely. And and they really hadn't had one of those no. embarrassing, right. just uh, nothing like we've seen them type of games. Uh, so, yeah, and even against Arkansas, it took them a while to get going and finally, you know, win that game. So uh, they should be – we'll see what they do in midweek, but they should be plenty motivated for Tennessee coming to town. Just like Vanderbilt uh, and everybody's going to give Tennessee their best shot. Kentucky is used to everyone wanting to rise up and beat them. I think Tennessee is in a category of motivation for opponents as well. But I, I I agree with you. I think those are the the two uh, most uh, equipped is a good way to put it teams for postseason success. But you know sometimes I think people would go to the guy to the default kind of the original point to the coaches that have postseason success. And you know at times, not every year, at times Bruce Pearl has had that. Uh, last thing on my end, and I know you don't cover them. You're not here, but you watched Saturday. What what do you see from Vanderbilt? I mean, they're winless in conference play. They're not going to go to the NCAA tournament. That's five years under Jerry Stackhouse and no NCAA appearances. What what do you see? What stands out to you? They were up five at half, and then, mm -hmm. you know, Tennessee took over, which I, I expected to, that to happen. I mean, I really did. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't surprised that Vandy was inspired in the first half, but just in the end, 
Tennessee just had way too much, and that that showed in the second half. But what when you see Vanderbilt, what do you see? I see a team that, to me, has a little bit more talent than what their record shows, uh, especially in league play. They're a team that I think is, for whatever reason, not a great shooting team. They shot better than normal in that game. And when I talk to players going into the game, because I do the Vol Network pregame interview, uh, they talked about how Vandy runs a bunch of sets. And it, I, I wonder if times they are too dependent on that in running sets versus like what Rick Barnes does, where they have principles, they, they, they have an offense, and so in, it's tougher to defend because it depends on what, how the game, how the, the play uh, works, plays out to where who ends up getting a back cut or who ends up getting screened for a three. It, it's it, so you can't defend exactly what you is going to happen. And sometimes with sets, you are going to do that. That was kind of a balance that Bruce Pearl had to have. He was spectacular at running sets, but if you know what's coming with those sets, those can be, if you have the right players, easier to defend. And so when you're not making those shots, then you, uh, you know, I wonder if maybe you're, you lose your confidence because, all right, this is a play and we didn't get anything out of it versus the offense where you can keep working at it. So um, it, it's, it's not, you know, 100% that, but that's what I kind of saw, and that's kind of an NBA-ish type of thing to to run more sets versus running offense, which I'm sure he still has some principles. But um, I, I thought they were they're better and more talented than what uh, we've seen from them record-wise this year. Vince, uh, back to Dalton Connect real quick. I, I heard a small interview with him after the game um, with Tennessee and Vanderbilt, and he right. was uh, he was one of the most uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know, thank you, sir. You know, folks right. I've heard in, in a good while. And not to say I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. Um, but I am wondering, you know, that clearly there is a fierce competitor behind the uh, behind the yes, sir. And no, sir. Uh, you know, <laughs> attitude that he gives on uh, with the media at the very least is is that the way he is kind of all the time? Like, take me behind the yes sir, no sir, at least with other interactions with the media, I'm sure you've gotten him to relax just a little bit, or is this it? Is this what we get from him? Yeah, I think he, he's relaxed. Some, you know, last night in the post game, some of his teammates were firing questions at him. That That's how it went out last night was Saturday. Uh, in fact, JP Estrella and Jemai Mayshack, they went into the little, the little room where they did the post game and uh, and all the reporters are there, and those two are acting like fanboys. They're like, "Oh my God, Dalton's coming! There's Dalton Connect!" <laughs> so they're in the back, and, and this is all caught on on the camera and on audio. And then they're asking questions. So Dalton, Dalton, hey Dalton, what's it like to be uh, known as the White Mamba now? And <laughs> Stuff like that. So, and he's having fun with it. He's like, next question. So there, he's got a looseness to him. Um, you don't always see it just because cameras and things like that. Sure. But 
I, I think he is. He does fine with the media. He's getting more and more comfortable with it. He, he understands it. But he always, in terms of the message, Justin, the <laughs> message is always deflecting to and giving credit to his teammates and how they've made it comfortable for him. They're always uh, encouraging him. And he even said to the SEC network and to the local media, hey, I, I wish I had played my entire career here just because of how great the fans yeah. are, the mm-hmm. coaches. And he knew what he signed up for. That is a big part of that. It goes back to Darren's question. He knew what he signed up for, but it's been obviously a, even even a bigger deal than maybe he could have envisioned. Wanted to ask about uh, a couple of Vols who have moved on to the Super Bowl, if I could, and that is, of mm-hmm. course, uh, um, the Trey Smith, of course, the outstanding offensive lineman there for, for the Chiefs, and uh, Juwan Jennings now, uh, who has uh, a wide receiver there for the, for the 49ers, who, of course, is making the return uh, to the Super Bowl as well. And I want to throw this at you. The, the the recruiting aspect of that does that mm-hmm. help at all does that th- do does the university profile them in any kind of way that these are guys that you know were once wearing orange and now here they are playing for the Lombardi yeah great question Justin it does help in recruiting now I think there's there's more levels to it when you got they still got a long way to go to get to the top teams in the league, the Alabamas and the Georgias, in terms of number of players that you see on the biggest stage. Yeah. But there's a long streak. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. A long streak of having at least one VFL in the Super Bowl, and they're guaranteed to have a VFL as a winner in the Super Bowl. Uh, what? So, yes, they will use that in recruiting, that, that nugget, and, 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 um, and profile those guys. And what's interesting about those two is they are both as physical as they're at their positions as it comes mm-hmm. in the entire league. There's they're two of the more popular former Tennessee football players uh, that are there right now uh, in their time at Tennessee, and obviously very talented. And they could not have had a more different journey, very different journeys through uh, their time at Tennessee and now into the National Football League. Of course, Trey Smith, a five-star, number one-ranked player uh, on ESPN's rankings, the blood clots, and coming back from that, overcoming that, losing his mom, uh, fulfilling a promise to get to the National Football League, and then being and then not getting drafted anywhere close to his talent because of that medical, yet getting into a great uh, uh, organization and then starting from the jump and then Juwan Jennings nearly losing basically suspended and you know kicked off the team in essence at Tennessee but working his way back in earning the trust uh, of the coaching staff and then making an impact and then showing the toughness I mean third and Juwan was something that developed in the University of Tennessee that has continued at San Francisco and then earning his time there uh, with the 49ers, another great organization. So very different path, very different guys, but, man, two of the more popular guys. So that will be cool, I think, for Tennessee fans to to be able to see one of those guys get a, a, a Super Bowl title. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I know I, I made note of them as soon as I saw them there. It was a very, very uh, uh, special thing, both of them incredibly physical and scrappy, 
uh, scrappy yeah. players as well uh, who find a way to try to make it happen there for them. Um, so the other part about this is uh, Vince is is talking about. I, I want to switch gears to Tennessee baseball. W- what mm-hmm. is the strength of of this team as we get started here uh, with the season? I think of them as a team known for pitching, but maybe I'm off base. What what is the strength of of Tennessee baseball coming into the season? I think it could very well be on offense. I think they're always going to be able to pitch. There's maybe a few more questions because you did lose some arms, but they still have a a ton of quality arms. Some guys out of the pen that uh, will be vying for uh, weekend roles in the uh, in the rotation. Drew Beam is back, and uh, they they've they've still got plenty of arms and uh, added a couple in the portal. But man, they had a couple of difference makers, including. Uh, Billy Amick from Clemson, uh, who will probably be in one of those starting spots. They're deep in the outfield. Uh, I also brought in a catcher from NC State Peebles. So uh, they, they've got a lot. Christian Moore is back. Uh, they, they've got some really good pieces back on this team. A lot of talent that is, is stepping up into their next roles. So some of the names won't be familiar. But I think they're going to be really good offensively. You know, still some questions: who fits where in the infield? Uh, who the starting is the starting catching good enough defensively? A little bit of a TBD, and then the specific roles in terms of the pitching staff. But I think that maybe early on you might see the offense carry them a little bit more, and then you'll see a lot of those talented arms surface to where they'll be really good in that area also. Last thing for me, and I saw a very cool picture. Um, uh, it was taken a little while ago, but I just saw it a few days ago, and that was Hendon Hooker talking with Peyton Manning uh, before mm-hmm. the game uh, there in Detroit, I suppose, uh, with, the, with the Buccaneers. And I, I don't know if it was maybe before or after the game, um, but – uh, people have been, you know, making a, a lot of comments about what the two of them have been talking about and things like that. Uh, to, to your nature, what has Peyton's relationship, or to your knowledge rather, what has Peyton's relationship been with some of the Vol quarterbacks who've uh, who've come after? Oh, always supportive. I mean, he's he's come and thrown with those guys in Knoxville, and um, he, those guys have always bonded. The, Peyton had such a great appreciation for Hooker with his intelligence, his understanding of not only what is supposed to be done at the quarterback position, but Hendon Hooker knew what everybody's roles and assignments were at all times. And that's something that Peyton Manning was the master of and, and could really appreciate and just the, the character that they have in common. So uh, yeah, th- those two have always connected, but Peyton has always been very supportive. He was, I mean, Joe Milton went to the Manning passing Academy, just like Hendon Hooker did. And, you know, he's he's been there and complimented Nico and being around him. So I'm sure you will see more of the Manning to Nico uh, conversations and, uh, and visits. So uh, always very positive and supportive. Peyton Manning always representing the University of Tennessee. And uh, Hendon Hooker is interesting. What do the Lions do with Jared Goff? It was one year basically left on his deal. Uh, I would imagine that they would sign him long term. So now that path to a starting spot maybe not as clear as it would have appeared to. And, you know, obviously got to come back from the, the knee injury. So uh, we'll, we'll see what, you know, that future is. I think there'll be more of that conversation that will, will come. And is, is Hendon Hooker even have a path to being a starting quarterback? Like originally it looked like it, it that may have been the case when they drafted him. 
Big week for the Vols. South Carolina at home tomorrow night and then in Lexington Saturday night at Rupp Arena against the Wildcats. Uh, That game is on ESPN Saturday night. So good stuff. Vinny, appreciate it. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, you guys do the same. Appreciate you. Vince Ferrara from 99.1 The Sports Animal there in Knoxville does a morning show uh, Monday through Friday with John Wilkerson. So we'll see. South Carolina roughed up Kentucky last week. This South Carolina beat Missouri on Saturday. Gamecocks are good. Yeah, I don't know how they're doing it. I didn't. I didn't see this coming, but um, we may go there tomorrow. I know somebody who's covering them. Okay, it's a really good college basketball person. Okay, and may find out what what's going on. Like why? Well, <laughs> educate us on South Carolina. Why is it working? It's it's time to start focusing in that that direction. Oh, here. Yeah. As we we start oh, getting yeah. towards February here. It, you know. The, the tournaments will be here before we know it. I mean, it, it's time to start focusing uh, some attention here away from football and towards the, the hardwood here as uh, we're getting towards the heart of SEC play for sure and trying to find out who's who and what's what. No doubt. Um, all right, let's do this. Let's, uh, let's say I don't even know how many people even know their coach for South Carolina. You know, I mean, seriously. Didn't they change coaches? Yes. Recently, yes, they yes. had a longtime coach who was there yeah. for what eight or nine years. Yeah, Frank, uh, Frank Martin, right? Frank Martin. Yeah. Yeah. And he's no longer there. No. So they've moved on to right. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody's like, huh? I bet we could do a trivia question. Yeah. And if you didn't cheat, I, I wouldn't. Be, we probably wouldn't get a winner. Yeah. Like, well, isn't Frank Martin still there? No. No, he's no, not there. No. No, but he's. Lamont Paris is doing well. He's got Lamont, that plan. I that's like, right. Lamont sure. Paris. Yeah. No, no, seriously. I, I remember now that you you say that. I was like, that's right. That I, I can see him now. Um, but it's hey, listen, you know, sometimes the first year guys, you don't know what you're getting. And uh a lot of times they can catch the rest of the conference off guard. I think I think that's a little bit what, what may be happening here. All right. Uh take another break. Come back. We're wide open the rest of the hour. Six one five eight four four. 5600. More of the McFarland Show next. The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. 
Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. And now NetPaint LLC is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit DAV.org and consider donating to the disabled U.S. veterans who need our help. This message is brought to you by NetPaint LLC, serving Nashville and the surrounding areas for 10 years. For all your residential, commercial, interior, and exterior painting needs, give the pros a call today at 615-608-4548. 615-608-4548. That's NetPaint LLC. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand a microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back. No, he he's not coming back. He so we can stop saying if he doesn't come back. But today, now you really let me reiterate, <laughs> for sure, gone. Look forward to the ceremony. You can put that to bed. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. It's a good option there in Rutherford County. Smyrna, Murfreesboro. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with our show. That's exactly what Eric has done. Eric, what's up? Hey, Darren. First of all, you don't have to worry about me having the theme song. About what? <laughs> you having a theme song. The, the oh, theme song. Oh, because yeah. I called you this morning. Yeah. You kind of joked and said the reason I've called the other show more is because I got a theme song. I don't I don't care about that, but <laughs> I appreciate it, though. <laughs> but 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 anyway, uh, I'm not going to go through a lot of the stuff I said this morning, but I will let you in on some, some facts about uh, yesterday that I found out some interesting This is about Lamar Jackson. They were talking about after yesterday's playoff game, Here's some interesting stats. He now has completed 57% of his passes. He has six touchdowns. I don't know if it's six touchdowns throwing the rush. I'm assuming it's passing. But he also has six interceptions, and he has six fumbles. And not only that, I don't know how many times he's been sacked in the six playoff games that he's played. Of course, it's everything sixes now. But uh, he got sacked yesterday four times. He got his money, and I got no problem with that. He's had some great regular season and great plays during the regular season. But if you're going to consider yourself an elite quarterback, those aren't good numbers. And here's the thing also, guys. Um, they were talking about Patrick Mahomes. I think he got sacked twice yesterday. But before that, they showed up a stat that there's the last 111 plays as a quarterback. He had not been sacked. Because they also mentioned the fact that last year when he played in the Super Bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles, they led the NFL with 76 sacks. And he didn't get sacked at all in last year's game. 
and also he didn't turn uh, and, I, and he doesn't turn the ball over a lot, and that's the thing. And he's had some good offensive lines, and he's had some bad offensive lines, but he finds ways to get it done, guys. And again, I like I said, I do hope Lamar can get it done, but yeah, whether it's the play calling by uh, Todd Monk, uh, and, uh John Harbaugh, whatever, yeah, he's got to step up and play better. And the sad thing is, I agree, this was his best opportunity. And with the AFC quarterbacks, especially with guys like C.J. Stroud on the comeback, uh, the drafting of other uh, quarterbacks, with Joe Burrow coming back from injury and all the other quarterbacks, it's just going to get a lot tougher. And he probably blew the best opportunity he had. And he says, oh, I'll be back. But he's 27 years old. And there comes a point, you just don't know how many years he's going to have with injuries and uh, to players' retirements and just free agency and all that type of stuff. So we'll see. No doubt. Uh, uh, it's pretty scary yeah. whenever you can go on the road in a yeah. conference championship game and yeah. not score a single point in the second half yeah. and yeah. still win comfortably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's credit to crazy. Uh, and that's credit to Kansas City's defense. Yeah. And I and I know Justin, you at first were out on some of the stuff I've said, but I know you've kind of come around to what what I've said. And there are a lot of people now that have definitely started to come around about Lamar Jackson. He is Guys, I hope he does better, but he is getting hammered today because of his play. And so, whether it was him or Todd Munkin and the play calling, but yeah, it's. I just think Baltimore just thought they could just show up and win the game because they were kind of a little bit cocky and arrogant, and they got intimidated by Kansas City. They and Kansas City proven, hey, we've been there and done this. And I'll agree, they weren't as the, they weren't as talented as the team, but who won the game? Bottom line, and they may win another Super Bowl. As far as the NFC goes, they're, guys, they're running like backs, by the way. Yeah, Baltimore's yeah. running backs. Gus Edwards and Justice yeah. Hill yeah. had three carries each. A piece, yeah. Six yeah, yeah. carries. I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I think total six carries for 23 yards, guys. And they were the leading team, NFL team, I believe, yes. in rushing. Yes. Yeah, they were. I they mean, were. It's, just, it's just unbelievable how you could just go into a shell like that. And the fact that Lamar Jackson didn't run as much as he did against the Texans. I thought he was going to do that. I don't know if he was just hesitant. He was or, pressing. You know, the called it, but I was just stunned at that. And it just, you were at home. It was, everything was set up for you, and you just don't come through. It's just, I, I don't know what to make of it. And guys, as far as the NFC, and I've said this before, guys, can we please stop the criticism of Brock Purdy? Guys, I'll tell you what, down 24-7, to 7, what he did yesterday, you got to give him the credit if you're going to criticize him. I mean, everybody was saying it was the offensive schemes, well, uh, Kyle Shanahan, that's why he set up to do good. And people say, well, it's Evo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and Trent Williams. Well, guys, he's the first quarterback in NFL history that was the Mr. Velvet, the last pick, and he started the Super Bowl because everybody was out on him after the Christmas night game against Baltimore. But what did he do? He ran for 51 yards yesterday, and he was the main reason they came back and won because if he doesn't do what he do- does, they don't win. Guys, I'll get off and let you get some other call that y'all take care of and talk against. Thank you, Eric. Brock you. Purdy yeah. was 13 of 16 for 174 yards passing and 49 yards rushing in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 13 of 16, 174 yards passing and 49 yards rushing. He had some massive, he gouged. Yeah. Detroit rushing the ball. Yeah. And he's not one that you think that. No. At all. No. Caught him off guard a little bit uh, with his ability to get away from the pass rush. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, you know, a couple of pass deflections. No tackles, no sacks. I didn't think he was very – yeah, I, I, I'm i glad you put I, – I was going to say, I meant to say this earlier, like Aiden Hutchinson for 
you know, the player that he is and sure. the year that he had happens. I, I don't want to say invisible, but not effective. No. Not he didn't certainly didn't take over a game or dominate a game. No, not That's at all. For sure. Point of emphasis for San Francisco, keeping him in check for sure. Yeah. Well, they did that. Uh back to the phones. Let's go to Bill. Bill, you're up next. Welcome in. Hey, thank you very much, gentlemen. Let me uh, change sports on us here a minute because I got a, a question, and I don't know if you guys are are well versed enough to with this or not. But what's going on with the University of Memphis? Uh, Is, I know they lost again uh, to what UAB. Yeah, they had three. I think they've had what three losses in a row. They had what the South Florida loss. Uh, of course, the one against UAB, and there's one there in between. I have some guys I work with that are—they're, uh, I think they're from the Memphis area, so they're kind of involved with the Memphis program as far as you know, chat rooms and all that other crap that goes on online. They say there is something going on in the locker room with. Penning hard away and the players. Have hmm. you guys heard anything at all about what's going on with Memphis? And I will hang up and listen. Thanks. Thank you, Bill. Uh, I obviously have not. We're no. not. We're not privy to that stuff, and I haven't paid a, close enough attention. They they have lost their last three straight games. Uh, they've lost to South Florida by a point. Then they lost to to uh, Tulane. Then they lost to UAB. Their next game's coming up here. Uh, day after tomorrow against Rice. Yeah, they're four and three in conference play. Yeah, which is not good when you no. have the expect. I-, I will say this, for whatever the reason, I don't know about any current situations, but but one thing is clear, um, they have not gotten to the expectations. I think they were expected to get to with Penny Hardaway taking over that taking over that team. Not to say they haven't had some success. That I, I think they have, but is it to the level I think that they were expecting? Uh, no, I don't think they quite reached there um, when they brought him on to be the to be the coach there. Um, so now, what reasons what reasons uh, do they have for him not getting there? I don't know. I don't know. I've heard you know them having a couple of problems, you know, players in and out of program. But listen, that's every program, okay? Uh, I'm not going to throw rocks in Memphis. That's that's every program. Um, but I don't think they've achieved the expectations they were hoping to. Uh, and anybody who knows this, Darren, last thing about about Memphis, anybody who knows the city of Memphis knows that Memphis basketball, Memphis University basketball, is one of the biggest things going on in Memphis historically. Uh, bigger than football, bigger than the Grizzlies, bigger than a lot of things. It is their, in my opinion, that basketball Especially program good. is their cornerstone. Like mm-hmm. it, it is their thing there in that city that they are most proud of more than anything else sporting wise is the University of Memphis basketball in particular. So I know the city there in Memphis and all of West Tennessee want them to play well. They have great pride in that, but it has not gone to the level I think they wanted it to. Look at their schedule this year and the games they've played. Look how many close games they're in. Win or lose. Like yeah. last possession games. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a lot. It's a tight lot. games. Vanderbilt, a, a two-point win over Vanderbilt. A lot of tight, tight games. Yeah. Win, like I said, win or lose. Yeah. By a bucket or three points, four points or less. Yeah. Look at their look Quite at those wins few. and losses. Quite a, a few. Lot. Four points or less. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, we'll take our final break. Come back and put a bow on Monday's edition of the McFarland Show next.
You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, Every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800 That's 800-649-0142. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. We had a McFarland six-pack of picks. One of the yeah. questions was McDavid and Dreisaitl. <laughs> more goals. Those two are the Predators. Saturday afternoon, they were in Edmonton to take on the 
Red Hot Oilers. Yeah. And I think we both went with Dreisaitl and McDavid. I know I did. I did too. That was the correct answer. Yeah. They had a goal apiece, so two goals for those two, and the Predators had one. They lost four to one. Yeah. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers have lost or have won 16 games in a row. Highly impressive. I think the NHL record is 17. Okay. So they have an opportunity. I think they're done, though, for the All-Star break. Already? So, yeah, they're done. The Predators have two more games. They have two more games. I know. I think, I think Edmonton's That's weird. Done. Okay. So they have an opportunity to, to either tie it or break the winning record mm. for NHL. Wow. 18 games. That's think, highly I'm impressive. Almost, I'm almost positive 17 is the record. Wow. Yeah, they've won 60. I told you, since they fired the coach, hottest team in hockey. Jeez. I can't I can't explain it, Justin. Well, maybe they I've can, just seen it all too many times. They can keep it going here. Um, you know, that the but we're we're about to get to the to the series part here after the All Star break, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, where you know we got to start getting playoff positioning and see who's serious about it. And the trade deadline mm-hmm. uh is getting ever so closer uh for everybody. And there's some some mystery here about what's going to happen uh with the team downtown and, and if they're gonna make a major move or not. Uh, right now, sitting in the middle of the pack in the conference, you would think this is not a time to mess with team chemistry, but you also have to look ahead to the future, too, and know that the time is ripe if you're going to move somebody to go ahead and move them now. So it's going to be some very interesting and difficult choices to be made coming up here over the next few weeks. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10, and with that loss in Edmonton, they are currently on the outside looking in mm. in the playoff race. Mm. So it's the first time they've been in that position in a while. Yeah. But they've been right there. I mean, they're just right there, you know, in, out, with every game. It could be in, out. Tonight they're in Ottawa to take on the Senators. So it'll be their final road game before the All-Star break. They'll come back and close things out Wednesday night here against Los Angeles, who they just played out there. And then they'll go to the All-Star break. At some point they got to make a decision about playing for now Versus playing for later. Yeah, I agree. And, and which one? I agree. You know, weighs more heavily, and you know. I personally think they should probably. Sit. They've had more success selling than buying. Yeah, typically. Yeah, you're right. But that was under a different person doing True. that. Yep. So maybe this person is different in that regard. Maybe they'll have better luck than the last person. Maybe so. But you're right. It was a different. David Boyle, not Barry Trotz. But they have had more success selling in the past than buying. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Have a great rest of your Monday. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. We shall see you then.